Welcome, Modern Talkers. <laughs> this is Modern Talk. <laughs> and lost all my one listener with that intro. Um, this is uh, this is a one with Ricky and I. Um, we did this on my 21st birthday. If you want the full story of my 21st birthday, you could just go on my blog. Um, it was posted the same day as today. Um, if you're listening to this years uh, in advance or years after it came out, <laughs> um, that's how you can find it. I'll probably put a link to it somewhere um, that you could find <laughs> as well. Um, it's called Birthday Blog. Uh, yeah. Um, we're reminiscing, this podcast is us reminiscing about the old days, um, and recorded in my car, like I said, and, uh, I wanted to capture it for a cast, um, uh, so we pulled into my house, uh, and I just whipped out the old voice memos and just started going, and we were just, like, continuing, like, a conversation we had from before, pretty much, um, uh, and I changed, uh, the names again, uh, just to be respectful to them because I'm an oversharer and that doesn't mean that they are too. Um, and to protect us a little bit, like we talked about some people and we don't want like, um, them thinking like we hate them or just it's easily misconstrued and it's mostly for that with their protection, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, and at the end of this, um, the talk with Ricky and I was about an hour, and then, um, uh, then I, I went to see Charles Gambino, um, in concert, and I tell about that for the rest of it, and it's really boring if you don't like Charles Gambino or know who he is. Uh, which is all good, so uh, feel free to skip that part. Um, I really enjoyed listening to it again because <laughs> I recorded it um, like when it was still kind of fresh, uh, like over two months ago now, probably. Um, so listening to it again, I'm remembering things that I forgot already. Uh, so it's for me, if no one else, which is my whole philosophy anyway. <laughs> um, uh, a little bit about me so far, like, it's it's been a while, right? Um, I want to do this as much as I can, but, you know, it's, it's complicated. Um, but right now, uh, and, like, when I say it's complicated, like, it's not to be mysterious, it's just, um, it's hard to get guests and their schedules to match up, and I'm always doing crap, and out of town and blah, blah 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 it's not worth getting into but um I'm on Christmas break right now uh so I had some time to finally release this one because this was recorded like nine months ago or something which is insane um so <sighs> I'm trying to get some more podcasts going um I got some new things on the on the website, um, tommyweight.com store. Uh, I got some pens. Um, 
and soon I'm getting some limited edition black icebergs t-shirts so if you're interested in that and we're restocking on regular t-shirts and I might do something else with with the shirts too I'm not sure um, but yeah thank you for listening and go read the blog because uh, that's really good it's really long but um, I was working on it for a long time and I wanted to put these out as like um, like a joint thing because I thought it'd be cool uh, that it's like they complement each other um, and uh, that's uh, that's also why it took so long for it to come out because I was working on the blog as well as editing this and putting all the <laughs> all the names taking the names out and then putting them in um, so yeah, get into it. Wait, are you filming? Sarah. Yeah, but I'll, I'll just cut it out, but it's just so we don't have to turn it on when we're trying to be normal. Alright, I'll try to pretend like that's not there. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's... <clears throat> so, Should've just did it without telling me like you usually do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it would be too hard to do it, and I didn't want you to be like, hey, what are you doing there? <laughs> Um, you trying to beat me with the cat. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, with Sarah. Um, when I think of, like, Sarah. Starting of, uh, Dave. He had a juke. Do you remember those phones, the juke? Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I think he used to date her, or he, like, was, like, really good friends with her or something. And, um, we were at the rink, like, the, uh, ice skating. Ice skating rink. And,. She was either there or something, and I was like, I really wanted a girlfriend. I, know, I remember that. I remember you that. You do? I remember Did that. Did I talk to you about no, it? No, I remember the thing about you really wanting a girlfriend. Did I talk to you about that before? Like, I think so. You had to have because of how vividly I remember that now. And that's, you had to have. Yeah, like, I remember you, like, we're just going through, like, you really wanted a girlfriend. I remember. Which is not the way to get a girlfriend. You know? Okay, like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we were we were thirteen, we were twelve. Twelve, yeah. yeah. So, anyways. So yeah, I I don't I don't know what I'm doing now, and I certainly <laughs> didn't know what I was when doing we then. 12. Yeah, I just so, so young. So and uh, and like it must have been like I think I think William just got back with like Peach or something. Yeah, I remember when they were a big thing. So and... there was like a like a fever in the air. I feel like. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I want to be by, by, like William and like have a girlfriend. I got something to say about Dave. But go ahead. Okay, well, just don't forget it. Yeah. Um. So then, so then I was talking to Dave. Then he was like going through his phone, and I was like, and he was like telling me like available girls. And I uh, remember you and Dave were buddies at this point. Yeah, close he, buddies. He lived. Yeah, he lived in your neighborhood. He lived really close, but not... But I do remember, like, you and Dave. Like, actually kind of close buddies at one point, and that yeah. wasn't really a thing, but, like, it didn't last. Yeah. So, good. Um, so... Um, yeah, so we are going through his contacts, and he came across Sarah. And I don't even know how I knew her, really. How you knew her? Yeah, how but I... he knew her? I don't know how I knew her. Well, wasn't it sixth grade at this point? Yeah, and she wasn't even in our she wasn't even in our biome. Are you sure? I'm 100 percent sure because I remember I I had to go. Wow, like, that's to the, freaky because I for some reason thought <clears throat> she was in our thing the whole time. Go ahead. Really? 
I remember because I I took uh, yeah I mean you'd know better than me but yeah um, but she was in the biome directly below us Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was directly, but it was below like us. forest or something. Yeah. <laughs> forest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, uh, um, I had to, like, take something to the office, and I, I went down first instead of, like, I think normally people would go mm-hmm. across first and then down the stairs, but I went down the stairs first. I remember this. And yep. then across. Like and then, how, yep. Yeah, so, um, and I knew that was, like, by her biome, so I, like, walked slow by, by her biome to see if, like, I could see her. And, like, I saw her, and I saw her with glasses on, and I was like, ugh. Because, <laughs> like, I never saw her with yeah. glasses on. Right. <laughs> but she was, like, in the back of the class with, like, thick goggle glasses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so funny. And, um, and, uh, I lost my train of thought. Why did I say that? You walked down uh, downstairs. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I yep. didn't even know how I knew her, but uh, but I guess she seemed attainable to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's see where where this goes. And I don't remember my opening line or whatever, but um, I guess I said I'm Tommy Wade or something. <laughs> let's let's make a deal. I don't know. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and oh. then we texted for a little bit and I don't even remember saying like hey let's be boyfriend girlfriend oh no we used to call sometimes so this is your house huh yeah because I see your mom truck. no your mom's in the living room right now isn't that your house right there dude right there no that's the house next to mine which one is you right here yeah the red the truck yeah so that's just some other lady in there yeah okay sorry <laughs> And that's your car. So if your parents came home, they'd be screwed. Oh, they're not coming home for the night? I don't know. They didn't... I told them to text me when they are coming home, and they should be home by now. It's How would they have gotten in? Uh, They know the code to the... Yeah, but look. They'd have... Oh, he would get in the truck and move the truck. That'd be a real biscuit for them to deal with, you see? Anyways, let's get this story banged out. So you didn't know her. So what's just how did how did you what's the first thing that happened? Um, I remember calling her and Dave gave you his her number. Yeah. So you just called her up at home. No, no, no. Uh, it was her cell phone, and like we've been texting for a while, and then I think she suggested like a call. Yeah. So we called, but like her sister was there sometime sometimes which her name was also uh yeah wow i I didn't remember what it was but i remember i I just know because i've known her since kindergarten anyway true um so uh and like like there were rumblings i don't know if it was like by her or like whatever but like that we we should be boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever and um and yeah like I said sometimes her sister was on the call too because it was like speakerphone or whatever and their voices were literally identical identical. and they like I got confused and then she said that like her sister wanted to tell me that Sarah her sister was uh, liked me and wanted me to be her girlfriend so 
but I didn't believe her, and I was like, I think Sarah's talking, but it, she says it's Sarah's sister. It was like very confusing. Anyway, I'm gonna try to make this least <laughs> boring as possible. But so I asked to meet my girlfriend, thinking like she wouldn't like like I could play it off as a joke if she said no, or like if it it was her sister that was doing it like as a joke or whatever. So then like so we like went into it backwards and it was like really whack and but we we went to like two or three movies together. Wow. I think one was Paul Blart Mall Cop. Nice. And the other one was Hotel for Dogs. Nice. Do you remember that? It's yeah. The worst movie ever. And you kissed. No, never kissed. Nice. <laughs> And uh, I don't think I even put my arm around her because her parents sat like two uh, rows behind wow, us. Wow, that's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that's crazy. Um, and the movies. I think we've talked about this. The movies are the worst dates. Yeah, for sure. Especially when parents. <laughs> yes, yeah, when parents are there. But we're twelve, so let's keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's too so, good, dude. Yeah, so then, um, so then I was like, what happened on the bus with Zach? Were you, were uh, you on our bus? Uh-uh. Yeah, but I don't know, like, I think I punched him or like, wow, I cried or something like that, because he like kept like, like really joking on me about it, and it was terrible. Yeah. Um... Sounds to me like you punched him and then cried after. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. It's good stuff. But it was like, that's like the perfect story to explain hands-on wrong. Because I was like yeah. so emotional, but like so stupidly brutal. Yeah, you were just like a ticking time bomb in every which way. <laughs> and, you know, people were just lighting that fuse on you. It's so weird because... Like, we had so much fun together, and we laughed so much, but you were still scared of me. Oh, yeah. And then I think, like, as it as we progressed in friendship, like, it got, it got easier, like, as we became closer and closer. You know, and as you even got older, like, by the time you got to eighth grade, I think a lot of it kicked, peeled back a little bit. Because if you remember, once seventh grade hit, we, like, weren't a thing. Because we didn't have any classes together. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, seventh grade was when the bucket of wangs thing became with Nall. <laughs> I had classes, you know, Mrs. Moore's with Kevin. Nall. Yeah. And you and Brandon. Uh huh. That's when you, t- you know, seventh grade, you two had classes together and you and him were, you know, friends. And we would see each other in the halls and we were real bummed out like whenever we found out we had no classes together. Yeah. We'd see each other in the halls, say hey, text, call. But what happened was we eventually just kind of like faded. Do you yeah. remember that? Seventh grade. Yeah, I don't really remember exactly, but I remember we faded. Yeah. I don't remember and how. But yeah, yeah, but we were pretty much towards the end of sixth grade, like once sixth grade was finished, we were inseparable. We were best friends. Yeah. And then when seventh grade hit, we were like I remember we'd be on the phone like, dude, we have no class together. What the heck? And then, you know, we'd say hi in the halls and stuff. And then we'd still talk on the phone. And then it just slowly, like, yeah. fell out to where we would almost not even say hey in the halls. Yeah. And then, Which is crazy. Yeah. And then once once that summer hit, we I think probably what happened was we, we still had each other's numbers. So we probably wound up asking one another, hey, what's your 
your schedule for next year and it's like dude no way that's mine too (laughs) yeah and then i think once eighth grade started like we already had that to work on right like we were already in it together i don't remember the first day eighth grade or nothing like that but it seems like whenever eighth grade started it was like oh tom rick like Mm -hmm. and we just picked up where we left yeah I don't know if that makes sense or not. It does. And something that's interesting to me is uh, in seventh grade when I was with Brandon, like I was scared of him. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But I like we would laugh a lot. Yeah. And like I feel like I would diffuse some things with laughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you used that tactic too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were bigger than him too. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> like, I think you were scared physically, verbally. Mentally and even socially, because his biggest defense was he could destroy you socially. Yeah, you know he could publicly humiliate you. Yeah, so obviously in seventh grade, that's a huge fear. Mm -hmm. Also, he's like tough for his size because he was like kind of small and little. Right, it like makes sense how he became a marine. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. he's just like Mister, like screw it, Mister, like. Man, we thought you were hands-on. Even though he wasn't very hands-on, he was just very aggressive. Yeah. Like, verbally. Yeah. Verbally aggressive. I mean, he was threatening people all throughout his high school career. Yeah. You know, just trying to destroy people emotionally. Right. So, like, he was always one of the big- biggest bullies of our grade. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. So... Then I think once once eighth grade started, I think we just picked up where we left off. Yeah. And then I, I you know, obviously we got real close in sixth grade, but I think eighth grade was like. I think that's when we peaked. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> like we definitely both like had suicidal thoughts in sixth grade, but eighth grade's when we peaked, and eighth grade was the peak <laughs> of our sickness. Yeah. Like so sick that we would cry, find knives. <laughs> You know, just anything. Like, we could... We were at the verge of just... Right? Oh, yeah. Man, that was so dark. It was. And, like, we were both, like... Dark. We were both not doing well in school, and we had, like, no creative outlets or anything. All we had was each other. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, like... You know, it's crazy to think back to now, like... You know, if that was us, like... I mean, eighth grade, you're... Okay, now you're 14, right? About 14 years old. Yeah, 13, 14. 13, 14. So let's just say 14 years old. And that was us. Like, imagine, like, kids right now that are in their 13s, 14s. Like, you know, I'm sure there's kids that are going through the same thing that we went through. And it's just like, man, it's crazy. Like, at such a young age, it could be so dark, you know? Yeah. Like... I think, obviously, I had some super dark times when I got older in high school. Yeah. But in a way, like, eighth grade was, like, the darkest time. Yeah, because you're not, you're not, like, ready for that yet. Like, at least when you're older, you, like, you're more mentally able to deal with that stuff. But, like, yeah. in eighth grade, this is all, like, new to you. And you're, like, this this life thing isn't, what's going on with this? Yeah. Uh, and the middle, like, the school thing and the people and yeah. everything about it is just, like, a, it's stressful and it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. People picking on you and stuff. Yeah. Which was more my thing than yours. Yeah. People really picked on me. In seventh grade, when I didn't have you, I was, like, 
Uh, that was so hard for me because I just remember, like, even mom, like, mom was calling the guidance counselors trying to get me with you, and they just refused. Really? Yeah. Oh, they wow. literally refused. Why? I know. And it's like... Teachers you know, from sixth grade are probably so, saying, hey, keep these two apart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that might be what happened. I actually wouldn't doubt that. I was, yeah. like, being joking, but, like, actually... Now like, it makes sense. Yeah. And, uh... You know, think of it for me in seventh grade. Who did I have? I didn't have anybody. And that's when me and Jeremy Janicki started. That was seventh grade. Um, I thought that was way... Wait. No. You were friends before Dude, you were sixth grade. me and Jeremy Janicki had been doing WWE in yeah. sixth grade in yeah. Hall. Yeah. So that must have been before me and you, maybe. Yeah. Because obviously I wasn't doing the Jeremy Janicki thing whenever me and you became... No. Yeah, you're you know? too good for that. Yeah. When I came along. <laughs> So, wait, who do I have in, like, it's so so much of a blur, but yeah, I just know for me, seventh grade was basically the peak. Oh, there's your mom, dude. They're in there. Yeah. She's coming, dude. She's coming. Oh, dude, she's coming. Look. She's coming to beat us. <laughs> what the heck? She's just looking out at us. See that? <laughs> Should we pretend like we don't see it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she's going to come out, though? I do, don't you? No, she didn't go down the stairs. You're right. Oh, yes, yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yeah, she, she, went, did. she went left. Oh, left it, Left would be your room. No, left is the living room. Ah, uh, huh. Unless you know my house better. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, back to what I was saying. What was, yeah. I, what was I even saying? <laughs> oh, seventh grade was like a big peak for my acne. And I was just getting, like, so much, so much crap from my acne and no friends. Ugh, so bad. Do you remember Dan? Dude, he, especially Pete, like, he's, you know, there's some things you just don't forget. So, for me, he was one of the hardest people I ever had to deal with with bullying. I mean, really? he was just relentless to me and my acne. Relentless. Wow. And I just remember it so much, like, the one day... We were in the uh, the locker room for gym, and there I am, just scrawny Ricky, and he just looks at me in just utter disgust and says, don't, like, why don't you get, like, some zit cream or something and try to, like, get rid of that? And I just, I don't know, I was, like, I was just in shambles, you know? It's And, and I remember, like, I, I just didn't know what to say, and, like, I went home and told my mom and stuff, and she... And she was like, well, you should, you should say, like, well, for your information, I have been trying some things. And that, that's just kind of how I felt, you know? Like, I wanted to say, like, dude, I, I have, like, different medications and face washes and stuff. Like, I don't know, like, it just isn't working, you know? Like, yeah. and that was just, that's so just, like just despicable to say to another human being and i think like well did he say it like that because it sounded like he was concerned no dude he picked on me for my acne like all the way through this so it was just his you know he got him he, he really got to me and just looked at me with utter disgust like imagine if i looked at you like i, I thought i was gonna vomit with a look on my face and told you you know dude you need to like get some zit cream or something like that is just uh, oh, I understand. And just that. looking at your pimples like this, <laughs> and I was just like, like I I was speechless, and I was basically heartbroken, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I went home and cried so hard to mom, and was uh, like, you yeah. know, it's like 
I didn't know what to do. I was like, mom, why do I have acne? Like, why can't I get rid of it? Like, why, 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 why? And she was like, you should have told him that you're, you've tried many things and it's just not working. And I was like, oh my God, like, how, I'm not going to say that. Are you kidding me? You know, and I just felt hopeless. Like, I, yeah. I just felt like there was no, there was no escaping that. Yeah. And he just latched on to my acne. And I mean, I think even the best of us can say like, you know, we've all had the, you know, so I'm sure I've in my life i can't think of an utter specific right now but i know i'm not perfect so i guarantee there's been a point in my life where i have made somebody feel like about themselves with my words right uh, yeah we're all yeah. like that but i think for me like and i have little like things that happened to me when i was growing up and stuff and that now where i'm at in my life as an adult or whatever like i I still feel that. So when people come at me now with like the negative things, whether it's about hair or whatever, just the negativity and the harshness and the, just the bulliness. It's like, I just sometimes want to look at some of these people in the eye and say like, what do you think it is about yourself? Like, why do you just like, like, is it that you think it's funny? Maybe you don't understand. Maybe, yeah. maybe you just think it's a joke and you don't understand what you're doing. But what in you is making you act in a way that you're looking at another human being with your words and you're trying to make them feel less you're trying to you're trying to get under somebody's skin to get into them into the mind into the heart and just break it down like what what do you do you just think it maybe you just think it's funny you know what i mean it could be like me you know okay i'm not you know i'm not hugely offended by your comment with my hair but what i am looking into is What's going on in you with there's there must be a problem that goes deeper inside of you in the root of your mind where like what's what is it about yourself that you're unhappy with that you're trying to push that onto somebody else like maybe you got picked on as a kid mm -hmm. maybe you just aren't happy with your look your your physical appearance maybe you just think it's funny but I'm just trying to figure it out because you know you're gonna do something like that and say something to somebody that you know isn't isn't a, isn't capable of handling that and you're really going to destroy them you know yeah and it's like i would i kind of wish i had that speech ready for somebody when they <laughs> said to me what's up with the ponytail right yeah. like i wish i had that speech ready for them because that's just how i feel is like you know <clears throat> the negativity and stuff like somebody that's vulnerable isn't going to handle that and is, is that really going to make you feel good about yourself knowing that you destroyed somebody's self-esteem knowing that maybe that person went home and self-harmed yeah. it's just like it's so unnecessary like why not just be somebody to pick somebody up and you know positivity oh you know hey j you know the hair it's, i'm just curious you know it's 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 a cool look and stuff what made you think about growing it out like that dude it's yeah. crazy you don't see that often yeah. Why not that, right? Yeah. That's so positive. There's no harm in that. Mm -hmm. You know, but just to be like, I don't understand the ponytail. Like, first of all, it's not a ponytail, right? <laughs> it's called, like, it, I just can't get into it. But that's yeah. just how I feel with, like, things. And, and I, I, for some reason, at least where I'm at right now, I can't picture, like, saying to another individual, like, something to try to tear somebody down from the inside out. Can you? Can I, can I what? Like, can you fathom yourself doing that to another individual? No, I'd like to think not anymore. Right. I mean, it's just like, like, let's say you had a buzz cut right now and you saw somebody with this hair, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, right. Like saying to them, like, 
you know, how about we find somebody that's overweight and say to them, what's up with the, the weight management, man? You are a wreck. I mean, look at those, look at those flabby, look how flabby, like what made you decide that you wanted to be fat? You know, that would just, that could, that could potentially ruin somebody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what are you getting out of that? Is it just you thought it was funny or, you know, maybe maybe you're in your head saying, hey, I'm so unhappy with my acne and I feel like such about that, that, you know what? He can't get away with this. I need him to feel how I'm feeling. Yeah. I just need to pawn that on somebody. I guess this got all, all into another topic. No, but I, I, I have like a kind of different approach to it in that like, um, I don't know if it's like approach, but like different like perspective kind of because I like I've said on a pod on like a podcast before that I think bullies are a good thing to wow. some extent because um, like they made they made us like introspective in some ways and like I think they made us funnier like if you were funny I wasn't gonna hit you <laughs> and if I was funny Brandon he wasn't gonna hit me yeah or I could distract him like with with laughter so i mean i th I think it's just like the way you look at it and how obviously there's exceptions like there's some bullies that like just went absolutely too, too far. far and uh of course i'm not talking about that but um i think like we wouldn't have a lot of people like a lot of the greats um like great scientists and minds if, if there wasn't if bullies. there wasn't bullies well not to cut you off no i think that was it but let's let's use an example of uh, George Bragoon, right? Mm. So I think you know it was clear like he had he had some issues like with I don't know what he had, yeah, we but he know. wasn't like he wasn't fully stable, right? He had some kind of disability. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe or do you, it's possible. I'm not sure. Just something was different about him, right? Like the way he like he had kind of like a speech impediment, like maybe a uh, I don't even a remember. lisp or something, but. So I was saying, like, it seems like, you know, obviously people were bullying him for him to do that, right? Like, or do you think it was more just like, oh, I have a, a mental problem and I'm, I hate my home life. It seems to me like that, that maybe it was, sure, maybe it was a mixture, but you can't say it. Like, I just firmly believe that a good portion of that was probably be t due to bullying and stuff. And he just didn't want to, he just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. So I guess what I'm getting at that you know i don't want to start speaking on the wrong thing and like yeah. oh i know what happened because i don't but like let's take somebody like like let's say that you know we'll scrap that with let's put it in my perspective me and pete so let's say let's say that one day when he said that thing about my acne that that hurt me so bad that i went home and i didn't tell anybody and i left a note and i just killed myself right mm -hmm. i just somehow i found a gun and i just shot myself right in the face and then the next day at school it's like that's a big thing like you know, Ricky Welty, he, he committed suicide, guys. He's, you know, because that's what they did with George Bragoon. We all got a letter, and then the following day at school, they went announcements, they told mm. everybody buddy about it. So, like, what would Pete be doing in his head the following day when it's like, Ricky Welty committed suicide last night? Would he be in his head like, oh, my God, I, 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 I made fun of his acne yesterday. I said something terrible to him yesterday. Yeah. Like, what would be going through his head? Would he just not think about it? Like, I'm just saying, like, so George Bergoon, that's somebody that actually decided to do that. So, 
somebody that said something roughed up to him or, you know, just whatever, like, weren't they thinking about that after they found the news? And, like, how could you live with I, that? I didn't really think of that, yeah. Like, let's say that, the, that just within a week, like, he killed himself on Friday and on Wednesday you said something real foul to him, like, hey, George, you know, nice speech impediment, right? Or just yeah. something real, real rude. Yeah. And then on Friday it's like, oh, he took his own life. How do you, like... Are you happy? Is that what you wanted? Or is it just like, <laughs> did, did you learn a lesson? Are you going to do that to, not, to more people? Pete. Just because you are gorgeous and you feel that you have the best body, uh, you know, you feel perfect in your skin. I mean, can't you just be happy with that and not have to, like, try to hurt this other guy with acne? Like, yeah. you know, maybe one day you're going to have acne. And I think even your sister. Patty. She at at points had acne, and so and as as we grew up, I believe they all had acne. I mean, Dan was the one with the disability. Steven, he was you know those two were jocks, but yeah. I think as they got older, like Dan, one had some acne. Patty had some acne. So I'd like to say to Pete, how would it make you feel if some if you know there's another guy out there that has your sister Patty in a class, and and he finds her and says. Ew, Patty. I'm just kind of confused and thinking. All those zits and warts on your face, you realize I could be gone with some proactive, right, hun? I mean, I'm just getting sick of looking at that <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't think you would support that. Yeah. That's your sister. You're going to say, whoa, 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 buddy. That's my sister. You don't talk to her that way. Mm-hmm. So why, why is it all right to do that to me then? It just, I... I could go on with that for years, yeah. and and I wonder, you know, if if that thing with Pete, if that's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life, which it will. <laughs> I wonder what if I've ever done something to another person that will stick with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. Right? That's such a a massive thing that weighs to think about. Yeah, I remember when I first started the podcast, that was like a big thing I thought about. Is like how some little thing that you don't you've never even thought about since you've done uh, like five years ago or whatever. Like that's how people think of you, and that's like the only thought they have of you. And like even like the perfect example is like the Sarah thing. Like people still think of me as like the kid who dated Sarah. Right, and I am <laughs> the biggest one of all that. The kid that was a drug user. Yeah, right. Yeah. So go ahead. No, I, I think that was about it. But like, just just that that you don't. It's weird that other people have memories of you that you don't even have of yourself, and you're like, you're held accountable for. Right. Like things you did in sixth grade, like. Like somebody could say, and it's like, wow, I don't even remember that. Yeah. You truly don't. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good one, and that's. That's like, <clears throat> like I'd say, um, like if you had just found me, like if somebody just came to our school, like the start of senior year, maybe the the middle of senior year, and they met me and they saw me at that point, you know, they wouldn't really have the same outlook on me as if they met me in 10th grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people like Kelsey, <laughs> Becca, yeah, um, you know those two as an example like if any if they somehow overheard the name ricky welty you know right with it well they'd go for you they'd say oh rick and tom 
then they'd go for, you know, remember when Kelsey thought I was cute in sixth grade mm. that we had that thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think her, her and Becca, they thought I was cute. Right. They're, they're that? like, they're like the tick and rom of the women. Right. A real cutback version. <laughs> yeah. And they thought I was adorable. Yeah. Oh, he's cute like a yeah. little cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but as the years went on and then I started that crazy lifestyle. Yeah. Then they were like, oh my God, like you're, you're a freak. You're mm. disgust. Like what? This is crazy. So they would, they would go for Ricky Welty on like, like Kelsey would say the thing about the drug use and that kind of thing. And. Hey, it's getting late, but I'll I'll incorporate this. I actually think I saw her at Planet Fitness with really? some kind of dude, yeah, and she just saw me working out my back. <laughs> How does she look? The same, dude. Really? Just huh. the same, only older, right? Yeah. And that's something like even you've got, you know, differently is like, you don't look the same that you did in high school. Mm-hmm. Look at you for sakes. <laughs> And me, absolutely not, you know? So yeah. that's something that's like, uh, but like, look, Nussbaum, dude, <laughs> he's the identical same, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even... Kevin. I'm not I'm not saying that they're beat. Yeah. But they, okay, of course you guys look maybe a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. But identical to what they looked like in high school. Who looks different, right? Yeah. But like you, you know, that's a, that's a transformation. Me kind of a transformation yeah and i think that's what's cool and that yeah. that's a good story right there yeah so one day if i ever decide to you know be something i might have a decent story for people yeah all my different stages and yeah. all that stuff and then it'd be cool if i was successful one day for a lot of these stories to come out and people hear and it's like wow i remember that pete oh i remember that when i said <laughs> that to him yeah so what do you think, man? Another one. One other thing I wanted to say about like uh, about like bullying and, and stuff like you don't remember, like some things. I'm afraid, like, cause I'm 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 going through a phase like where I, cause I feel like for a while I didn't say how I felt, and I just like, um, just kind of like pushed down the feelings and like said said the right thing to say yeah like oh i love the haircut man you're, lo- you're looking beautiful or whatever like um uh. <laughs> and uh and but now now i'm trying to go through a f- like i'm going through a phase of like being trying to be completely honest but also not hurting their feelings so yeah. that's that, that could be hard like um like i don't like i don't like your bangs but I mean, if it's working for you, that's fine. Wow, dude, that's <laughs> heavy. And I like, I wouldn't do that unless they like ask like my opinion specifically. I wouldn't like go out of my way and say, "Hey, don't like your bangs, but if it's working for you, go right, for it." Right, right. But You're not rude about it. No, yeah, I just like. Is that a thing that everybody doesn't like bangs, or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> and you, maybe. I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't. I really don't like men. Definitely circumstances of girls that are like gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And then like, you got a haircut and now you have bangs. Yeah. It's like hiding your face too. Like. It's like making yourself look boyish. Oh, <laughs> it just looks terrible. Yeah. So hopefully the the thing would be like she would come and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing the whole, you know, what's it called thing." 
Bangs. Bangs. <laughs> What's your opinion? And then you'd say, you're gorgeous as is, and I'm not a big bang guy. Oh, yeah. So just like th- that, um, like if, like even if I had like the best intentions and I was like trying to be integrity, like have integrity and be true to myself and also like try to like be sensitive of your feelings. Mm-hmm. But if it like, if she even just, or he even interpreted it wrong like they could that could stick for them for a long time absolutely and it's something i didn't even think about because i just said it because that's how i felt at the moment um i think to add on that too like you can always be weary like if that's i think that's a really like wow it just opened up on us but have we really been going at that for 38 guess so. holy crap but okay so that you could be weary like Let's say you're in a, it's like a big group of people and that like comes out. It's like, you know, be careful because if you were to say that to a girl in front of a crew, you know, you're just opening up a can of worms and she's going to be real beat up about that. Yeah. So in that, I might say like, you know, you know what? Like it, you look, I mean, if she was, you know, cause I think if she's that hot, like, it's not like it's going to ruin her for good, right? Like, it's just like, you're still hot, but (laughs) like, the other way looked way better. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that out loud. I'd be like, you know, you know what? It's a, yeah, I I think it looks pretty good. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you, you know, you could even make a joke of like, like you could, I could pull out a pair of scissors and and shave your head right now and (laughs) still be hot. So. Or you still look good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. But then maybe in the side, I'd say to her, is there any reversing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't look bad, but you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm big into the natural look. Yeah. So. So the thing, the point, the point I was trying to make was that is like, I don't think all people that are like that like scar you or necessarily trying to bully you or like have ill intentions or something but i'm not saying pete just like okay because he made fun of you relentlessly in seventh grade but um like i think i think some some people think that they're doing they're helping people by saying uh their truth and like even if it's like at someone else's expense they don't consider that sometimes but and I think for an example, like, um, like we use the Pete. thing. I, I mean, I, I guess I see what you're saying. Maybe he was helping, but I don't, I don't think he was trying to help. Right. Like, I no, just, no, I'm, I'm not I saying think, him. I think with the unmature, like at a young age and you're, you're not fully mature yet and you don't really get it and you're going through things and you're a normal quote unquote kid that's, you know, looks good and regular and you know you have nothing to be picked on for yeah you look around and you see you see different 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 like and you see things that are different and you see different physical problems with people and different things that are that look different in the physical manner Mm -hmm. and it's like whoa like look at that you know like i'm pete i've never had a pimple in my life (laughs) and now i'm looking at like 40 pimples on his face do you guys see that? Like, that is disgusting, right? Yeah. And you're not thinking, like, oh, you know, I'm going to destroy him. Like, you know, it's, but I think it'd go both ways. Maybe you'd be sitting here thinking, oh, man, you know, I'd like to just burn him up. But, you know, I think it's just, like, you're young, you're immature, and it's like, 
wow, guys, like, that's disgusting. Do you see that? Yeah. You know, like, and you're not thinking about it because you've never been in his shoes. Yeah. You know, your whole life you've never been picked on. Right. So you don't understand really how it feels. Like, he he wasn't understanding, like, wow, Ricky's going to remember this for the rest of his life. Yeah. Or, you know, that's going to change him. Or that's going to really uh, upset him or mortify him. It's just like, you're not, you don't understand. You don't have that capacity yet. Mm-hmm. And, um... But like you said, who knows, dude, like you might have just did him a solid and he's going to like that kid's going to push through that, push past that yeah. years and years and years are going to go by and that's going to stick with him and he's going to have it for a good story and it's going to teach him, wow, I don't want to be like that guy that took me over like that. I, mm-hmm. I could never do that to another person. So, you know, yeah. then he, he met you, you learn from that, like, well, you know, I know how he made me feel, and I sh- I don't really want to make that guy over there feel like that. He's overweight or something. I I know how that feels to be different, or you know I had acne. He's overweight. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. We're still different from the the, the perfect people like Pete. <laughs> so, I guess you're right. It could all tie in for the better. Yeah. So, uh, you got any big words or something? Yeah. To wrap this up because I got to pee and poop. Okay. Do you remember how I did it? Like what? At what? How I picked the words? I don't remember. I would say just, do you have anything on your mind to just whip out? Like a big word? Um. Uh. I'm just going to look up big words. What was the word I said to you today that that was the name of someone that I, it wasn't, the, the one before syphilis, it was like. Oh, the, the STD? Not, it wasn't syphilis. Um, what's it called? Uh, chl- chlamydia. Yeah, it wasn't that one. There was another one. Colostral. Eh, it doesn't. I matter. got a couple. Oh, dude, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't look at them. <laughs> All right, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you guys don't remember, um, <laughs> this is uh, we're actually in my car, um, just chilling and uh. It's my 21st birthday, actually, for about uh, 38 more minutes. And yes, we're drunk. <laughs> Both. Um, Not really. No, I didn't drink. But uh, um, in in our first podcast, we... Did they, did they even come out? <laughs> That's a good question. We did it with Nal, so yes. No, no, no. When we just did big words. Remember that was the one-on-one one? I don't even know if we... I think that one got deleted. Yeah. So this might be new to people. So I... Ricky is really good at making up, like, words. He, like, hears words. (laughs) You hear words and then... (laughs) And then you, like, don't know what they mean, but you plug them into things that you think they could mean. And they make sense to me, which is really weird. But, um... uh, He's really good at making up uh, uh, definitions for um, different different words that are big and confusing so uh this is a segment called fake definitions with ricky okay so uh let's go with um nid nidificate nidificate oh see i mean that's when it gets like that's very extreme but i would say nidificate like if for some reason that was coming out that kind of, to me, sounds like I'd use that in a sense of, like... Wait, say the word one more time? Nidificate. It sounds like, I guess, I'm thinking about it from 
it sounding similar, but yeah. Let's say we were get you were you were really uh like uh getting at me and jabbing at me and making it complicated. That's what I'm thinking about, I guess. Okay. But I would say like you know. Man, you really find a way to just nitificate it everything. You know, kind of like nitpick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could use it like, dude, you're, you're a nitpicker, right? Yeah. You're, you're just nitificating everything I do. <laughs> nitificating. So what does yeah. it mean? It means to nest. Oh, that's not even remotely close, right? <laughs> you're not supposed to get close. It's just supposed to be fun. <laughs> Try to find one that's like, you know, it would. you could say it on planet Earth and people would be like, oh, I've heard that before. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I like this one. I've heard this one before. I actually okay. don't know what it means. Auspicious. Wow. Man, if I was... <laughs> if I was driving down the road with a mixed drink in my hand, I looked over and saw a cup, I'd say, man, I hope he doesn't think I'm auspicious. <laughs> I want to be clear that I don't know any of these words either, and I'm not trying to look like I'm the big shot. I'm just looking at the list of words and saying what it is. So it's not to make fun of Ricky. I think he's just you're just really good at like making up what it could be. But or I would use it real quick. In yeah. The sense of like, like if you're rocking something that's like different, right? I'd be yeah. like, oh, what do you think of my outfit? You know, oh, it's pretty cool, but it's, you know, it's auspicious. It's different. <laughs> I don't see that very often. That yeah. Could work. <laughs> That's actually close because it's, <laughs> wow. it's favorable slash pro- prosperous. Wow. So it's like kind of similar to what you're saying with the second one, not the first one. But. I got a good one. Um, This guy, real quick, he yeah. works out at Planet Fitness, and I've seen him at Fitness 19. Real, real nice, beautiful physique <laughs> tied from the, from the head to the toe. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just got massive calves. And I saw him doing three fifteen calf raises on a barbell hmm. like it was nothing. And I was like, dude, I can't even squat that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, whatever. And I was like, I called him a phenomenon. <laughs> I said, dude, you're a phenomenon. And what I was going with that was I figured that means like, wow, you're a beast. Mm-hmm. Does that mean does that mean that? Phenomenon means like Like I was thinking it meant brilliant. No. I don't think that's what that means. I don't know exactly what it means. It means like it's like something that's like crazy and it's like like people would say Stranger Things is a phenomenon. Do you know what a Stranger yeah. Things is? So it's like something that's like taking over the culture is like how I would think so of it. So you think that can make sense though? It's like you're a freak of nature in the gym. Like, you're taking over the gym. Like, yeah, yeah. So if someone called sense. me a phenomenon anywhere, I'd be like, yeah, dude, thanks, man. <laughs> so it's, it didn't offend him, that's for sure. No, no, no. I don't and think um, I actually asked him a question about steroids. Okay. I asked him a question about steroids. And um, he said, oh, I'm a steroids guru. And I said, what's that? Yeah. And he said, you don't know what a guru is. And I was like, no. <laughs> And then later on, I put it together, but he explained it as somebody that's interested in something, so. Okay. Makes sense to me. I've heard it before. Anyways, moving on. Um, Bellwether. Bellwether, or Bellwether. It's one E, W-E-T-H-E-R, Bellwether. (laughs) So, let's say, like, let's say my dad was, like, real cranky and stubborn one day. I'd look at him and say, man, you're real bellwether, huh? 
<laughs> just real nasty and cranky. Now that's just real bellwether right there. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of what it actually is, but it's a leader, trendsetter, first in their class and ahead of the rest. That's a really funny one. Yeah. Complete opposite. Yeah. Let's do two more. Okay. Get some good ones though. Um. Uh, here's one. Ebullent. Uh, I don't like that. Okay. Switch it up. Switch uh, the beat. <laughs> idiosyncratic. Oh, see, that's another one that's like... Because an idiosyncrasy, I guess that's what they're getting at. Yeah, but I don't even know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> like, you'd say that and people would just be like, what? So let's do another one. Magnanimous. Wow. Magnanimous. I would say that of just like... I guess we know he's thinking of magnificent, but if I saw something that just blew my mind, you could just say, man, that is magnanimous, or whatever the word is. <laughs> magnanimous. Yeah, like, wow, that is magnanimous. That is just beautiful. Awesome. No, not really. Uh, courageously noble in mind and heart. Unselfish. Yeah, but then you just say, dude, I think you're thinking of <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like people would know what you mean when you say things like that, yeah. but they don't, as long as they don't actually know what the real word is. And it's like, when you say it, like, if you just read it on a text, it's like, mm -hmm. I think you misused that, but yeah. sometimes when you hear it in the their tone, right, your tone and what you're talking about, sometimes it's like, it goes right over people's heads and they're like, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Unencumbered. Nah, it's too much. What? Unencumbered? Like, I would say that and somebody would be like, what did you just say? Alright, I'm gonna get one more. Uh... <sighs> I'm looking up words people should know. So they don't have to be long. Because you don't like the long ones, it seems. <laughs> that might be it. Which is fine. Like, I'm thinking about something that, like, like a word that I've heard, but I'm like, wait. You know, but like, magnamogram, it's like, <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> um, uh, how about insular? Insular? Yeah. That almost sounds like a verb. It's an adjective. It sounds like a movie, or like, you're a real insular. <laughs> Yeah, I would actually say, if I had to give my best shot on an insular, right. I would say, like, again, I guess I'm just going for words that sound like it, but yeah. I would say, like, man, you're a real, you know, I'm thinking of the word instigator, but it's uh, like, if you were once again picking around, I'd call you an insular. Picking around. <laughs> yeah, jabbing at me, picking at me, <laughs> questions. Dude, you're a real insular, you know that? It's, it's adjacent to that said the definition like it's it says separated and narrow-minded tight-knit closed off so kind of like you know what a bit. two ones we'll do we'll do adjacent we'll do tight knot is that what it was called tight knot uh <laughs> wait <Cl> so, tight knit <laughs> okay tight knit adjacent i would either say <laughs> so i think adjacent goes in the same bookshelf as the word parallel it is so it, yeah, yeah so adjacent's like a t right it's, I think it's an, it's next to, it's like a, a, a weird way to say next to. I could be wrong. Let's look it up. 
I would say like, like I could see myself saying the word adjacent and next like, to or adjoining to something else. So yeah, <laughs> I could see myself trying to say the word parallel when using adjacent. Okay. Parallel is like back to back. Yeah. So you might say, "Oh, how should I put it? I'll put it adjacent to that," and then he puts it down. It's like <laughs> it's not what I meant, dude. Yeah. Come on, get your head in the game. <laughs> Here's. But, I could say, like, adjacent, like, um, you know, real weird. Like, I'd say, mm. like, you know, wow, that's adjacent. Like, <laughs> foreign, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do one more. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually right next to the to Insular, but intrepid. Wow. Intrepid. That is just despicable, disgusting, nasty but okay. i'm thinking of decrepit you know <laughs> don't give away your, your genius <laughs> just say what you feel it is. um brave in the face of danger tell you what <laughs> is reditation a word let's see reditation i was thinking like reditate like reditate <laughs> um because I would use the word reditate, for example. Like, I just thought... Reditate.com. I thought of that word, and I would use that in a sense of, like, if you're sitting over there just boiling up. Like, you boiling up, getting real mad. Yeah. I'd say, man, look at him over there just reditating. <laughs> reditating in his own friggin' steam. Oh, no, that's Reddit. Never, nah. I guess it's not a word, but it sounds it's, like There's reditate.com, but it's like a news something. I think it's a word that they made up. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, what did I want to say about uh, Intrepid? Oh, I think of, like, Tepid when I hear Tepid. Do you know what that is? No. Should we do that one? <laughs> <laughs> tepid. Tepid's, like, Wait. being real... Uh, I'll... I'll... Yeah, it's you can just tepid, man. I'm trying to think how I'd say that. Probably like stupid, right? That's tepid, tedious. Mm. I'm tedious. Th- I feel like it's lukewarm. It's like tiptoeing a little bit. Um, so this, oh, this one actually says only slightly warm, lukewarm, or the second one is showing little enthusiasm. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense. So, so in in. Intrepid uh, is the complete opposite because it's brave in the face of danger, which is right. not what I'm thinking. And then thinking. decrepit is just despicable, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like that if, is right. Like if you're a decrepit dwarf, but right. decrepit old man, exactly. Yeah, you are just despicable. I think those are two words. To, if you ever want to just like, like if somebody ever grosses you out or or just makes you so mad, and you just look at them in the face and say. You are one decrepit just person. You know, that's yeah. that that hits you, you know. That, that's pretty friggin' hard. <laughs> decrepit, just you know. Another one people misuse is ignorant. You know, oh, people yeah. like to say ignorant like yeah, oh, I don't that, know why that's that was rude. Yeah. And that's a known one, but mm-hmm. I know I misuse that one all the time for fun. Oh, that was ignorant. What do you mean that was ignorant? He knows you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I beam him, dude. I beam him. What's going on, dude? I think he lives here, right? I don't know. I beam him. Oh, uh, that's scary, bro. It's almost like he took a picture of us. Huh? Yeah, I'm out of here. What do you mean you're out of here? I don't right? know. I thought maybe we were in his driveway. Maybe. 
Are you going to your park spot? Yeah. Wait, should I whip it out of here so I don't have to walk? No, I'll, oh, I'll come back. Okay. I'm, I'm scared. I can't see anything. Put your D's on. I just want to go here so I'm out of the way. Yeah. That was so scary, dude. Maybe we should play them some Conway Twitty in the meantime. <laughs> Where'd you pull that from? <laughs> I just thought of it. Just because Family Guy? Yeah, because whenever things come up in the show, they just give you some Conway. Woody. So this is where you park, usually. Yeah, like my mom is probably around here somewhere. It's too foggy. You want to whip it back? Not yet, dude. Can I take a leak out here? <laughs> yeah. Really? Why Shut not? the lights off. Here we go, everybody. It's time to take a leak. Oh, dude, I don't know about this one. Oh, watch this. He's going up the hill. Up, oh, he's getting swallowed up. Oh, bye. I actually can't see him anymore. But that was really scary. We were, <clears throat> we were in a driveway across from my driveway because my driveway was full and uh, a car came up to us and like pulled in front of us and stopped for like I don't know like two seconds and then he like kind of sped up like kind of fast and I'm like paranoid right now and I can't see Ricky anymore <laughs> and uh, and it's foggy oh he's coming back and okay Yikes. Whew. Was that terrifying? The walk down? All of Could it. you see me? No, I couldn't see ah. you after you went. Yeah. Like, down. That was a long pee. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous. Because <laughs> once I got over that hill. Yeah, I couldn't see you. <laughs> Imagine if I just never showed up again, dude. dude I like, I was out there, you know, after minutes, he'd be like, okay, what's going on? I messed and then up just because of that guy. <laughs> How are you not more scared of that? What's there to be scared of? I don't know. What are, what are they doing? Well, I was kind of thinking that he, he... That was his place in his driveway, but if that was the case, then he would be like, hey, what are you doing in my park yeah. spot? So it seems to me like maybe he was just... Uh, one of two things. Maybe he's just like stopping to do something on his phone, or two, maybe he knows the guy that lives in there and hasn't seen this vehicle in it. I don't like the whole thing. What, are you thing. scared he's going to kill us? I don't like know. Like he's stalking us? Or like something know. with your family? Because I was debating the whole time we were talking. I was like, we should just come here and park so it's like not suspicious. Well, is there a guy living in that place that we were parked at? Yeah, I'm sure. Or you just have no clue, huh? Yeah, I'm never here. No? I mean, I'm here like once a, like a right. week for, you know. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, obviously you don't have to be actually scared, but... I don't know why that scared me so much. Yeah, I would just... That's why my first go-to is, like, put the highs on him. I would have just put my lights in his car. And then if it's like, hey, why are you in my park spot? I live here. Then it's like, oh, sorry, we were, like, we were just talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
either way, maybe he just was like wondering what we were doing. But how would you know we were in here and yeah, very weird. I agree. That's why it's like it'd be nice. It would have been nicer to find out, get to the bottom of it right then and there. Yeah, by throwing eyes on him. Because <laughs> what are you doing looking at us, dude? We're gonna be looking at you. Yeah, I'm gonna put the. Or maybe you know what? I bet you ask your parents. I bet you nobody lives over there, and he knows that. And then he saw us parked there and was like, "Wait, nobody lives there. What's going on?" That could be it. That could be. Because that's what it looks like that nobody li lives there. Either yeah, way, dude, it is getting late. Yeah. It is blatantly late. Yeah. So I'll be telling my Travis Gambino uh, experience. Um, so I drove three and a half hours to see him. Uh, which would I would never regret that. Um, this is... He told us on the tour that this is, he said, if you bought a ticket to this, know two things, that I love you, and uh, this is the last Childish Gambino tour. Um, and he's kind of said that in the past. He's, like, teased the ending um, of Childish Gambino in general. Uh, which might not happen because it's, um, because he said that in like 2015 before Awaken My Love came out and before his next project came out. So, um, he released two projects since he's teased retirement and he has, uh, um, songs with, Ch uh, with Chance. So, maybe he'll have, like, his last EP with Chance, and then that'll be it, and he won't tour with it. Which, if they tour together, maybe that's, like, a loophole, like, because if they're touring together, it's, like, not a Childish Gambino tour, it's a Chance and Childish tour. So, anyway, really deep into, um... Chance and Childish folklore, I guess you could say. Um, uh, so anyway, um, so I get there and I buy, um, some merchandise, because obviously, and I bought a poster, it's really cool, it's the back of his head, and, um, lasers going around, like, going around, he's, like, looking at the lasers, uh, it looks really cool, um, I'm sure you could look it up somewhere if you really wanted to, like, Childish Gambino poster, uh, this is America tour, whatever, um, and I also bought a shirt, and there was, like, so much stuff that I could have bought, and, you know, like, the other one that I was really considering was, <clears throat> well, the one I bought was, like, it looks like a t-shirt from the 70s or something, which is what I assume that they were going for, like a concert t-shirt in the 70s. Um, uh, it's, like, a couple images of him, and anyway, uh, so the other one was, I thought about getting was a long sleeve shirt, which I wasn't really crazy about that, um, 
because it wasn't like a hoodie it was just like a t-shirt with sleeves <laughs> um and those are like such an awkward like it's either too hot or too cold like not warm enough um so I don't like those in general so that that factored into it and so boring um <laughs> it just said this is America on it and it kept um like from the top to the bottom of the shirt and toward the bottom of the shirt it like it looked like um like if uh if it was like written at the bottom of a pool and then someone like rippled rippled the pool at the bottom so like the the letters got all like swirly so that was kind of cool and I thought <laughs> I thought that like I saw hanging up at, at the merch table or whatever and um I thought it was just crinkled at the bottom but like then I saw it for real and it was like oh that's like on purpose and it that's not wrinkled it's just that's how it looks so that was interesting and then on the back um I almost got it just because of this on the back like on the at the end of this is America video he has um those eyes and he's like looking terrified and um and that's like what's on the back of the shirt so if like anyone's sitting behind you in class or like wherever you go I guess it wouldn't work for me since I always have hair in the back so that actually worked out I didn't even consider that no one would see it because of my hair or they'd be it would be like peeking out um behind my hair that'd be that'd be kind of funny too I guess but <clears throat> I thought it'd be funny like people behind me like seeing those terrified eyes um they'd be like so freaked out and be like what the heck is that shirt um it looks kind of emo too because it's all black and then the white lettering and then the white grainy uh terrified eyes in the back um so I bought those two things the shirt like the t-shirt uh, the 70s one, and the poster, and, um, uh, then I, I went to my seat, and I was, like, only, like, a half an hour early, which I like to be, like, an hour early, um, but it worked out, like, it was good, and, uh, the opening act, um, was, uh, Ray Shremard, and they were really fun, and everything, like, I just don't like that type of thing, um, like, a lot of it was just, like, played, and then they, like, said a few words over their, their thing, but they have, like, a lot of bangers, they had, like, three really good songs that I, like, that are really popular, and everyone knows, but, like, I didn't know it was them, or, like, I forgot it was them, or whatever, and they like went in the crowd they were really cool um so they were a good opening act i i just didn't like it they did their job they hyped up everyone and they occupied everyone while people were getting in their seats because it's amazing how late people come to how, how people how late people come to the concerts man like i like i said i was there a half an hour early which is late for me but, but like, almost the whole time, like, there was, like, a quarter of the seats filled when Ray Shremmert started, and it was only, like, three quarters filled, 
maybe a little bit more than that, uh, when they were done. Um, and I had, <laughs> I had, uh, well, so, I, yeah, if you know about Childish Gambino, like, he hasn't in a while, but, like, he used to always talk about Asian girls, and, like, that's, that was, like, who he was into more than any other, uh, ethnicity, um, and I think his, uh, his son's wife is, um, Asian, uh, of Asian descent of some sort of Asian thing, and I'm sorry if that's inconsiderate or, anyway, <clears throat> so, I was like, I'm really surprised, I haven't seen, like, any Asian girls here, uh, and, and I thought I'd see, like, a lot. Because, like, if you talk about Asian girls all the time, Asian girls are going to like your music if you talk about Asian girls and your music all the time. Like, he talks about <laughs> one hook of his song. This is from, like, 2012 or something. But um, he, he says, he talks about um, how UCLA is, like, has so many Asian girls. And he says, Asian girls everywhere, UCLA, and he's saying, like, he has Asian girls everywhere, and it might as well be UCLA, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so, I had two seats open next to me, uh, like, up until, like, five minutes before Childish Gambino came out or something, um, and I was like, that's awesome, because there's, there's, like, a big dude next to me, and he wasn't taller than me, but he was, like, thicker or whatever, and he, like, just spread his legs and didn't care, it's annoying, um, uh, and he was, like, he seemed, like, drunk, because he, like, came with a drink in his hand, and he was, like, shuffling, trying to get past me, and, dude, why do people leave so much, like, people like the same people kept leaving because I was on toward the end I was the third seat from the end and people kept leaving like just get what you need and then sit down especially if you're mad early like I was anyway so anyway there's two seats next to me and I was like okay I'm moving over if these if whoever's here isn't doesn't come or whatever and and I and yeah so it was like five minutes before Travis Gambino came out and two Asian girls sat next to me and I was like, oh, there they are. Um, so I thought that was funny, but I was like, I was mad cause I didn't have, I was going to move over one at least if, uh, if there was no one there cause that guy was in grill. Uh, but, um, it, it was too funny that they were Asian people. Cause I had that thought like 10 minutes or so before. Uh, they sat down next to me, so it was good timing, and, uh, so then, uh, it started with a single laser on a screen, and, um, and then, like, some sound, and then it eventually went into, uh, unreleased Childish Gambino song, and, uh, using the lasers on the on the screen and then the screen went up and then Donald was standing uh um hard to explain I guess so there's a stage and then 
in the middle of the stage there was like a walkway and at the end of the walkway was uh, like a circle um, platform that was the same height as everything else um, but so he like when we first saw him he was standing there and he was like lit from the bottom so like the lighting looked really cool and like it um, <clears throat> he could and he was looking down and you could only really see like some of his face and then like his uh, chest um, like <laughs> bulging out uh, that, so that part was lit and then his face and it just looked really cool because he was shirtless um, and he had pants he was shirtless the whole time and just had pants on and shoes uh, which I don't care like I don't know I have nothing to say else <laughs> to say about that but that, I think that's fine um, some people might think that's weird but uh, so yeah it was weird cause like I couldn't like freak out and like um, like sing with whatever he was saying or like rap with him cause I didn't know it and no one knew it so everyone just like sat there like not sat I was standing up but um like I just sat there with my arms crossed and my jaw open <laughs> and just like uh and it's hard to like hear what they what they say when it when you don't already know what they're saying um uh concerts because it's so loud and everything's so loud and it's hard to hear and all that stuff um so then uh and he was, <clears throat> he was dancing, I'm sick by the way, that's why I'm like, clearing my throat sometimes, uh, like, he was dancing obviously, and he's just like so free up there, like he doesn't, like it just, he doesn't like dance, like the music moves him, which sounds like really lame, but it just, yeah, it just seems, like, very, um, uh, uncalculated, and he's just feeling it, and, uh, and I love when, like, the lights, and this isn't something, like, that no one else feels like, everyone feels like this, but that's why they do it, but I love when the dance moves, and the lights, and the music all like sync up like he like stops dancing and then the music stops and the lights go down and then he starts dancing again and the lights go up and then he starts singing it just it looks so cool and like you know like how hard that is to like get that timing down and so you just appreciate that um so you know like he put work into it like not that you wouldn't think that but um, and also, pretty early on, it felt like he disappeared from this, disappeared, hmm, disappeared from the stage, and it was, like, really weird for a second, and then, like, the screen, the screens, like, were dark, were, were black, and then they went up, and it was of Donald walking, and, uh, and, like, no one knew where he was going, he was, like, going upstairs, and going down, like, weird hallways in the back, back of the arena, 
and uh and then eventually we all were like figuring out like oh shoot he's like he's like walking around we don't know why he is but like he might and eventually he like got into like the hallway or whatever where like where the concessions were and everything because it was that capital one arena uh where the capitals play and he was there and he was like surrounded by his entourage so um like if someone just accidentally came back from the bathroom and like saw him was like ah! um <laughs> like he wouldn't get jumped or whatever <clears throat> so uh but then he walked through the audience down from from like almost the exact opposite side of where I was and uh <laughs> which that side was clearly the better side to be on, which was annoying, but it was fine. Uh, so, yeah, so he walked through, and then someone was like, oh, it's my birthday, and he's like, oh, say happy birthday to Cassie or whatever. And, you know, might not have been a birthday, and that would have been, that, that would have sucked that she, like, did that. But why would you think that? Because there's no reason not to think that. Not to think that it wasn't her birthday. Um... So then, uh, yeah, there's another time where there were two long rectangular screens, um, on each side of the stage facing the opposite side of the, uh, audience and him and some girl were on a girl was on the left one facing my side and Childish Gambino was like, and he was, he was like supposed to look like he was in a tank and it really, really did look like it. It was crazy. Um, like a water tank, uh, and the rectangle, um, screen was like super big. Uh, I mean, that's super vague and say super one more time. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know how, how big to just imagine it being really big. And, uh, and I couldn't really see Donald cause he was facing the other direction. Um, but I saw the girl and I could kind of see Donald, but, um, obviously one would rather see Donald. Uh, and so that's just another reason why that side was better for some reason. And, um, but I mean, so thankful anyway, I don't care. Uh, but it was just crazy to be in the same room as him. Like, even if it's a big room, like it's crazy. Just like I could just see him live and everything. And his voice is so good. Like, I feel like no one talks about how like actually really good his voice is. And it's crazy to me. Um, he hits this note, uh, in Redbone um, uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, I kind of want to try just so you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, it's not going to be even close, but especially since I'm sick, my voice is going to be like really cracky, but I'm, I feel like I should go for it just cause it will sound like so bad and funny. Um, but he goes like, ah! oh my gosh, that couldn't have been worse. Wow. I'm sorry you guys had to endure that, but um, <laughs> he, like, does that, like, really soul raspy, like, screech kind of thing, but it's, like, 
sounds so cool and um he hit that live and I was like oh man and uh, like I just I don't know I actually didn't cry during during it I thought I would cry I actually didn't think I would cry but now I'm looking back I'm like dang did I not even cry (laughs) um but uh he played old stuff which I didn't think he would and my all-time favorite album uh is because the internet by him and I didn't think he would play anything uh past like I thought it'd just be awaken my love and like that's it or something uh and no he played old stuff and it was cool like I never I like was tempted to look see if like his set list was on the internet somewhere because I wanted to see if I could be should be prepared for no old stuff at all uh but then I was like well if I if there is old stuff I want to be like surprised and happy in the moment like when it happens so like I'm just not gonna look and uh so um so I didn't and then I was really surprised uh pleasantly when he did do old stuff um I think the oldest he did was because the internet he didn't do anything camp he did sober and he did an instrumental from uh, Kauai uh, while he walked through the audience which was cool um but I had like a a like a soulier uh um little flair to it that he added in um now that he's like more soul now um which sounds funny to say but uh oh this was interesting i i swear he said something about the holy spirit and that would be a crazy oh in in a song by the way not like and it was like said multiple times and I'm like I'm pretty sure he's saying Holy Spirit like I said it's hard to like tell what they're what he's saying unless you already know the song um and it was one of his new songs and I swear he said something about the Holy Spirit and I was like that would be a real 180 and I don't know what he means by it um I know he's like more spiritually um open the things now that he has had a kid um but that would be a big leap to say holy spirit uh and i probably heard it wrong because like this saying it out loud just sounds crazy um but that would be cool and he he said at the beginning like right around the time he talked about uh how this is how he loves me not me specifically but he said he loves me um because I was there and uh (laughs) I think I said like I love you too Donald (laughs) and slam um uh so he said that um he said everyone put down their phones and uh and I really like that and most people listened which is good because he like called those people out obviously and if you didn't that's like, dude. Anyway, um, he's like, I want you to be here, be in the moment. This is 
I'm giving you an experience. Don't, uh, don't try to record it or whatever. Uh, (laughs) um, and, and then he said, like, I'm taking y'all to church. Like, this is church. And he said, he called it church a few times during the show. Um, which he's, he said before while he was like super not, um, spiritual or religious or whatever you want to call it at all. Um, he, he said, he says in a, in a song called Sunrise, um, to my white dudes, it's a concert to my black nerds. This is church. So he's called like concerts church before. Um, but I don't think, um, I don't know if he's taking it to a new level or whatever. Um, I just think it's interesting and I I can't wait. I mean, I can. (laughs) It's mixed feelings because it's the last one, you know, um, until the next, his next album comes out and it's going to, I'm going to hear what I heard. He did like two or three unreleased songs. Um, it was either two or three because there is definitely at least two, but, um, the one was really long and I couldn't tell if it was like, um, one right after another, or like there was just a dramatic change in the one song. And, uh, but I think it was three. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, and a thing specific to, um, like seeing it in DC, uh, I got to see This Is America, got to see him perform This Is America, and hear it, obviously, eh, dumb, um, <laughs> in, um, like, the nation's capital, so I thought that was cool, and, like, when I was driving down there, it was, it like, I drove right past the Washington Monument, um, and, like, I didn't think I would think that was cool, but, like, I love seeing all the old buildings and, like, the really nice architecture and stuff, um, and, like, I was driving on Constitution Avenue, and I didn't think that was, like, I didn't think I'd, like, be so excited about that until I was there, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, (laughs) um, so, yeah, anyway, um, he talked, he talked about how he wrote Riot and this is America, right after the Baltimore riots, um, which was in 2016, I think, um, and obviously Baltimore is really close to DC, so, uh, it was really cool to be, to, like, know that background of of the songs, first of all, and also, and also, like, be in the place where, like that what like the inception of that idea whatever um or the inspiration I should say I guess the inspiration drew from to him make those two songs and uh yeah that was really cool so he did like a really slow version of Riot and then he did a fast like crazy version of it um and that was cool like I like seeing like different versions of uh 
of the songs live. That's that's always fun. Um, not always, but it was fun this time. And I think that was it for the concert. Like it was, it was my favorite concert. Like I love Chance's concerts and everything, but that one, I don't, I don't know if it's just because it's the freshest or what, but like it just felt like the best. Um, like the production was great, everything. Um, he said he loved me. I mean, after the, like after the first four songs, I was like, like this. If he just left, and I think that's what it was. Like after like four songs or something, that's when he. He went and he walked around um, backstage. And I was like, if he actually left, I'd be pretty satisfied still. Like, it was it was that good, like, that fast. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, he, he... I think he almost did an hour. But it felt, like, longer. Which it usually do, it feels, like, shorter. But um, I guess he packed a lot in or whatever. Or maybe I just miscalculated and it was like an hour and a half and I, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so then I, uh, I was like, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to want to eat something, um, before I go home. But like, there was nothing open past 10, uh, which was kind of really crazy to me. Cause it's like, obviously DC is a big city. Um, so there's like one or two places open and this one place had really good reviews um and it seemed way too fancy for me and it definitely was <laughs> but uh I went and I got a take like I got reservations because <laughs> they said it, it was like a 45 minute wait on average um at that time because uh, it was like fancy and then I got there, and then they were like, hey, do you want, like, a table, or do you just want to sit at the bar, since I was obviously alone? Um, <clears throat> I was like, uh, um, uh, and I never sat on a bar before, and I was worried that, like, I wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't, like, give me the full menu or something, I don't know, I didn't really know how it worked, but, uh, so I, um, I, like, took way too long to... <laughs> to respond and she's like well you could look at the bar and see if like you find anything you like um and then she said I thought she said it's it's a uh, a full bar like like a like a full like f-u-l-l bar and I was like well I, I figured it was like like a not a half bar like I don't know <laughs> like a wet bar I don't I don't even know what a wet bar is but um like I don't know if there's like different types of bars because I like turned 21 like fairly recently I guess um I guess not really anymore I don't know doesn't matter but uh I never said like I don't really know anything about alcohol or bars or anything uh but she said there's four bars instead of full bar this is I don't know i I was, like, nervous and, like, obviously didn't feel like I fit in because it was so fancy and I was wearing shorts and a black shirt, like I always do. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and so, she, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's four bars and if you don't like anything there, you can always come back and we'll give you a table. It's like, okay, I mean, that sounds like a win-win because I'll just look at the bars and if I don't, I'll just come back. So, uh, so there's there's a bar like right behind her where she was talking 
and um, I was like probably not going to do that one because it's going to be filled first of all and then it's like kind of in the middle of everything and I don't like that and then there's a, a bar in, the, in a side room and it was like a corner bar or something they called it because it was like on the corner of the building um, and that one probably would have been cool uh, but I didn't even go on that one and uh, but there was two in the back and um, and I saw one and it was there was like a couple seats open at the far end of the bar um, like on the shorts like there was a short side with like three um, uh, three stools and like I was wondering do they use stools because they're so uncomfortable and they don't want like people drinking there all night um because like they're not comfortable why don't they make them more comfortable and why does it have to be so high it's probably high for the bartender to not like break his back every time he pours a drink but um <laughs> anyway so uh still don't know anything about bars but that was that was like the first time I really sat at a bar and I was like uh do you have root beer <laughs> and he's like no we have coke products blah 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 and then I was like uh ginger ale and he's like okay and he was like real cool about it but I felt weird um like saying a non-alcoholic drink and I thought about like I always wanted to um <laughs> do a uh a thing where I go to a bar and I <clears throat> buy a drink I always wanted to like not always but like ever since I watched Mad Men uh the main character Don Draper his drink not a spoiler is uh an old-fashioned and um I wanted to buy one of those on my 24 24th hmm 21st birthday uh and say hey give this to the next person who comes in um like on me or whatever and then like I'll write on a napkin uh I knew you were coming and then like give that to the bartender to give it to the person and then they'd be like oh looking around like who what and I'd be long gone I think that'd be really funny uh I'll probably still do that eventually but um I just didn't feel like making that my first um like drink purchase there and yeah I don't know I just I didn't feel comfortable with it since it was my first time at a bar I like was still getting acclimated blah 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 so with the ginger ale I asked for a uh, menu and uh, I got it and it was like expensive because um, it was like a fancy place and it's like been around since like the 1800s uh, the bar or whatever um, I don't know if it started out as just a bar or whatever. Anyway, I was going to read the whole thing. Like, they had, like, a little... Not little, it was, like, a long uh, history of it, of it. And I started to read it, and then he took it away, and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. So I wanted to get something, f like, fish fishy, <laughs> because uh, it was it's close to Maryland, and Maryland's known for the crabs and all that stuff. So, uh... I got, like, something that was, like, relatively cheapish and not, like, way out there because they had, like, um, oysters, like, so many kind of oysters, it felt like. And I I don't even know if I've had oysters before. 
and I didn't want to like get it alone because like if I didn't like it then I'd be stuck with it and like could I, I couldn't like give it to someone else that liked them and I could like take some of theirs blah blah, blah. way too detailed and <laughs> so I got the lobster some lobster pasta it was like some really Italian name uh, and I don't remember it but it had lobster and it was like the claws of it um and they're like at least two claws and then um like a couple quarters of tails of the tail lobster tail um like cut diagonally doesn't matter but it like just fell out and it was so good and tender and uh and it was in like some garlic sauce and if you know me I love anything garlic pretty much and I just um and they had like fresh tomato um uh cherry tomatoes uh cut up in there too um I think that's all they had but like it was so good uh like one of the, one of the best pasta dishes I've ever had which I don't even know if I'm allowed to say because um, my family's Italian and makes Italian pasta, obviously. Um, but, uh, Italian pasta, like, what other pasta is there? Like, American pasta and it's just mac and cheese. Um, but, uh, but the, the noodles were cooked perfectly. I like the noodles, like, al dente, like, hard. Not hard, but, like, if you know what al dente means, you know what I'm saying, but, um, so, uh, yeah, that was really good, and, I mean, you can't really compete with lobster, uh, so, that, it was just really good, um, and the ginger ale and the, the meal was, like, $31, and I don't think that's that bad for, <laughs> for, um, uh, like, lobster and, like, one of the best pasta dishes and that ginger ale was banging. <laughs> no, obviously it tasted like everything, everything else, but <clears throat> it was really cool, and the guy was really nice. Um, and it was really fast. I was like prepared to wait for hours <laughs> um, for them to bring the food out, uh, but it was like ten minutes of that or something. And I was just enjoying just the scenery of everything, and it was interesting. Uh, and, like, me and my friends have a joke about, like, half there's, like, painting of, painting of, uh, nude women on the, on the wall, like, it's, you know, it's a good Italian place or whatever, um, and there was, like, so many boobies on the, on the wall, <laughs> and I took a picture of it, and I sent it to him, and I liked it, and, uh, um, Anyway, so so then then I drove back and it was good, and I had a really great time, and I don't really know how to end this, but uh, thanks for listening, and uh, Roscoe's wetsuit.